0: This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by Twitch. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by 4 Gamescoop. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Tina Amini, Hello. Sam Claiborne, Scoops. and Justin Davis. Scoop. Yep. Very happy to be sitting in the far seat over there. We've got a great great show for you this week. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation 4's final phase of its life cycle. So dramatic. We're going to be talking about video game special editions. But first. But first. Battlefield Five was just revealed mere moments ago before we started recording. Was it? Well, (laughs) it was talked about. It was talked about mere moments ago.
1: Yeah, it was talked about, and then there was like a really pretty uh, set of motion graphics that might have been... What representative like. of
0: what gameplay could be.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, the is out there now. It's a long,
0: like, uh, sort of cinematic sequence that g- seamlessly leads right into gameplay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but now we know, we know kind of what to expect from this game. It is going back to World War II, but maybe not a hundred percent realistic portrayal of World War II because one of the main characters, a female character, has like a robotic claw for a hand. Yeah, yeah.
1: or it's at least like a Captain Hook hook that's like yeah.
0: some kind maybe of maybe a hand thing. Uh, and it is going to have a campaign. Uh, it sounds like it'll be a similar situation to Battlefield 1, which had five s- shorter campaigns. Mm-hmm. It was telling different stories. They said they're going to focus on the untold stories set in the unexplored corners of World War II. And they're, yeah, definitely. Robotic Hands is definitely an unexplored corner. <laughs> and the big reveal. Of World War II.
1: The V stands for five. Yep. <laughs> and they called it five. Yeah,
0: yeah. There was some Mystery's speculation. Over. Is is it called Battlefield V? Is it called Battlefield Five?
1: Yeah, or what is V four? Is it for like V Day or Victory? Mm.
0: Now we know it's, it's just V. VAD company. VAD
3: company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go that route. Personally,
0: <laughs> uh, one of the stories that was teased today I focused, think it was a vampire game, actually. focused on a <laughs> a young female resistance fighter trying to save her family in the top of Norway, north of the Arctic Circle. That's like one of the. Uh, Short stories that they were trying that to That was that play. lush
1: green area they were fighting in, north of the Arctic Circle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it also contains a new
0: cooperative mode called Combined Arms. You'll play in a squad of up to four people. Each of you is a paratrooper. Your job with, with your teammates is to go in behind enemy lines, stay undetected, and complete objectives. And then it's kind of a risk-reward scenario where the longer you stay, the further you go behind enemy lines. The greater the risk is, also the, the greater rewards.
4: Maybe that's uh, where your robotic arm, maybe your teammate has your actual arm.
0: Then you need to get you back, have to get it back. It's, Yeah,
1: it's like King of
4: the
0: Hill for the arm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And uh, they
3: use your arm as a weapon? Like, how does that look? <laughs> yeah, sure,
0: I don't know. It's good they get combined. Why not? And then does it have a Battle Royale mode?
3: No. Mm-hmm. It has a mode that kind of resembles one, but it's not quite yeah. true in that
0: They're nature. sort of adding a Last Man Standing mode to Grand Operations, mm-hmm. which is their like multi-round, epic, multiplayer game mode that will now culminate in an extra round called Last Stand, which is Sudden Death. Everyone fights till there's just one person left. So, so we're still team
3: of, oriented, but until the, the very end, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
1: then, how many players did they mention that at all?
0: I'm not sure. I, I didn't catch exactly how many.
1: Because I think that's like one of the worries for these big AAA games taking on battle royales that they can't do 100 people. And I don't think we even know that for Call of Duty yet. No. Oh, no, right.
3: we don't know. Uh, yeah. They didn't mention what. They mention, players. Yeah. yeah, they mentioned it's a giant map.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So finally, expect Battlefield Five will be out October 19th. That is one week after Ooh. Black Ops Four. One week or two weeks, one week before Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, so that's you got a
4: tough, tough month. Yeah, October, <laughs> October
0: twelfth, Black Ops Four, uh, October nineteenth, Battlefield Five, October twenty sixth, Red Dead Redemption Two.
1: And yet October thirty first is Halloween. And yeah, it's Halloween <laughs> So right. you get your costumes ready, and uh, you know, not too much candy this year. Not this year. <laughs> Remember, you had easy. a tummy ache last. You, year. Have, yeah. to, you <laughs> have to, you have
4: to, you have to eat your growing foods before you can eat the can- eat your candy. Right. Right.
3: Good tips, guys. And soda is just
1: liquid candy, so that that counts. That does, yeah, yeah, You can hand out soda on uh, Halloween, and if you did, you'd be kind of like a local hero. Yeah, probably
3: full size advice. Uh, full disclosure: <laughs> Do not hand out liquid on Halloween. It's heavy unless it's so it is heavy, fully capped. I mean, I <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, just hold out your hands. We'll it's pour. We'll <laughs> pour a little bit of soda into each one of your hands,
1: and that's your Halloween check-in for this episode of Game Scoop. <laughs> You're welcome. Only sixteen more weeks. So- <laughs> It's more than that, yeah. Uh, so I didn't do the math. So that's
0: three big games for October, and that's not even counting you know those rumors of another Assassin's Creed, not not confirmed, but rumors. Uh, and Assassin's Creed likes to arrive in October, and then of course Nintendo has Smash Brothers, which will be coming sometime this fall. So, Smash Brothers V. Smash Brothers V.
1: That's what they're going to call What's it. What's the working title for that? It's silly too. We I don't think know. it's just still Smash, Super Brothers. Smash Brothers. Super yeah. Smash Brothers, and they don't say for Nintendo Switch or anything. Not yet. Yeah. Remember how they did that, and then we were all like, What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? And then they just kept that as the code names? Yep. So silly. For 3DS. Can well, be better
3: than that. You or just like Super Smash Brothers Switch. I could see that being the case.
1: There it so, is. So, in that's the a year. really good snap. <laughs> I can only do it with that hand. This one, I can't do it.
4: Wow.
3: Wow. Yeah, weird. You have such a good snap. I can't. Yours that's are really so, good. Wow. Too. I didn't know that about myself.
1: <laughs> we're learning things today.
3: And Go.
0: that's a snap check in. <laughs> Snapchat, that's what I call it. That's game what, Snap. My name. We should take that. <laughs>
2: Snapchat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're getting a little uh, sidetracked here. So in 2018, we got a new uh, Battlefield game. It's set in World War II. I think the first time uh, it's been going back to World War II since Battlefield 1943 mm-hmm. in 2009, which is a downloadable only game for Xbox 360 and PS3. Never came to PC, did you know that? No. That's a scoop gem for you. Uh, this Battlefield 1942 was the original game, right? Yes. yes. So that started in World War II, then it went to Vietnam, then it went to Modern Warfare, then it went Far to the Future, 2142, and then it's sort of like bounced around since then, Yeah. Uh, now coming back to World War II. They're sticking with the campaign, Call of Duty's not.
4: I think the campaign, I mean, it's really expensive and time-consuming, right, to make yeah. a campaign. That's been the argument for years is, you know, everyone spends a year playing multiplayer and plays the campaign for a few hours, then bounces off it. But especially when you're doing it like vignette style, which is sort of the new thing for shooters. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like, you know, take multiplayer assets and, and um, you know, you don't need to have some arching eight-hour narrative or, like, a really fully developed, you know, villain or character. Just, like, have little, you know, little short stories. I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah. Well, it's kind that's the of, middle ground. It
3: kind of feels like Black Ops is doing that with the zombies mode zombies because there's, there. like, several campaign-like mm-hmm. uh, maps, essentially. So it's, like, a cruise ship um, and then what was it? Like, a gladi- gladiator arena and then the yeah. other one I have no idea. Well,
0: it's Titanic, isn't it? Uh- <laughs> is that really what it is? Then? That true, I think so. Yeah, I wasn't picking that up. That <laughs> <laughs> zombies on the Titanic, that's yeah. what happened.
3: I think so. <laughs> it's pretty
0: great.
4: I'm a little worried that maybe that like
1: a dream
0: you had, maybe. <laughs> <now>? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a little worried that was maybe a dream I had. <laughs> yeah, except now it's not you got everyone's hopes up. Yeah. that's not that's out of the bag. Titanic zombies.
1: Um, I don't know if it's real. If it's real, it sounds cool. Yeah.
3: That would be an underwater game. Zombies from At, beneath after a certain point. Yeah, you think they float? I mean, that's when they die, right? Uh, then they turn.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Oh. But maybe it's like half the boats underwater and the zombies
3: swim out. Can zombies swim? Depends on the lore.
1: Yeah, that's true. They can crawl.
3: We're just making games now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Let's let's save that one in our back
3: pockets for uh, (laughs) making
1: game scoop.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right, Justin. It's expensive uh, to to create all the single parent campaign. And then we have data from sites like there are like achievement tracking sites where, at least on the Xbox side, we see like only 30% of people like played through the campaign. Of the, of, of the, I don't of ever believe that. You don't those. believe that?
4: I don't believe those stats because then it's like only 71% of people started the game. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, there's like, because you get an achievement for beating like, the tutorial in Skyrim. Yeah. And then it's like a certain percentage of people never did that. And I'm like, that's a made up stat.
1: Like, if it's yeah. from Steam, then it's like that back pile where people just buy games and leave yeah. it on their their. That
4: pile. or you know, it's you know their achievements are turned off or glitched. Or they play the game offline for part of the time, or who knows what. Like
0: yeah, well, Battlefield uh, Battlefield Five. At least uh, we have more details now that's been sort of kind of revealed, and uh, certainly more information will be coming out of EA Play, which is a E three adjacent mm-hmm. in just a couple weeks.
1: They really Two, missed three. the opportunity to turn the F in Battlefield to a five. Yeah. is that Or just a V. Battlefield.
0: Battlefield. <laughs> Battle- <laughs> Battlefield's really good. With just lots of deer.
1: Is
4: Veal deer?
3: I think you're messing with trade marks is at that dear. point. Is I
4: don't uh, think I don't think I've ever played a Battlefield
0: game. <laughs> no, it's not. Veal is not deer. Why did I just say that? It's a baby Viel cow. is baby cow. Venison is
1: deer. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Baby we got sheep. You, we got it. Baby lamb. Baby lamb. No. Lambs are all babies. Veal is baby cows. I think it's baby cow. Yeah. Anyway. Meat that's scoop. Battlefield
0: well, five. Game scoop also works for meat. That's true, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, wild
3: game scoop. (laughs) We need a breakout segment.
1: Well, this is all the wild game scoops we have for (laughs) you. We identified meat poorly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably
3: misidentified meat.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, welcome to Wild Game Scoop. Our suggestion this week is uh...
1: (laughs) anyway. But first, one of our uh,
0: tenderloins. Moving on to one of our big news stories this week, we had uh... (laughs) a.
1: What are you talking about, the tenderloin? I just think we should do 20 questions as no, time. questions. No, not the tenderloin. Just tenderloin. Tender questions? <laughs> tender questions.
0: <laughs> Big news uh, from the PlayStation front this week. A very dramatic news story uh, about how uh, the new head of, uh, what is it, Play- Sony Interactive Entertainment said the PlayStation 4 is entering the final phase of its yeah. life cycle. You, you know that that dude 100% got a talking to,
4: you, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yo! <laughs>
0: You can't say things like that. (laughs) When, you know, in fact, he even clarified that they're talking about it's still years off. The next console, next generation is still years off. Maybe March 2021 is when we would be
1: playing
0: PlayStation 5. But why entering the final phase of its life cycle now? Maybe it's because if you think about that in human terms, that doesn't sound very good. If someone's entering the final phase of their life cycle, like, ooh, he doesn't have very long.
4: Well, I think that the... I forget the executive's name, but he thinks that he's stating the obvious, right? Like, oh, the console's been around five years. Like, you know, there's a a few more good years left, and then we'll have our next thing. But you just don't talk that way. Like, this is... Like, here's what you say, executive. Spider-Man on PS4 is going to be amazing, and we're really excited about it.
3: Well, he did mention that there were... Like, to his credit, he did mention in that interview that there were games coming, and there were still updates that they were working on. Um, So I, I suppose he couched it, but I think he also referenced... Like sales numbers being a contributing factor, uh, which I imagine is also a risky thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, every yeah.
4: every console, I mean, I think the, I took it to mean like every console hits like that magic, like 199 price point when yeah. it just blows the doors off and everything goes crazy and you have your greatest hits line. Games get cheap, the console gets cheap. And games um,
1: get really good for that end of the generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And then there's those end of generation games like, uh, well, I like Uncharted 2 a little bit more, but like the Uncharted 3 Last of Us style, like sort of, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like cap on the end of that generation. GTA
1: 5. Yeah. Actually, actually, Skyrim, too. Like, all those great games right at the end.
4: And so maybe, like, hmm. it's actually, it depends on how far away the next generation is. Like, maybe we'll get a God of War 2, or maybe we won't. Like, I guess we'll have to wait and see, like, what this generation sort of end cap games are.
1: Yeah. Did he say PlayStation 5?
4: No,
0: no, no,
1: he didn't say that. Did he say PlayStation V? <laughs> <He> said,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the PlayStation V. Yeah. Playvation. Playvation.
1: <laughs> <Play-v-station>.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know, March 20, but March 2021 also sounds like kind of far away. Uh, what it's would, a
3: futuristic number, yeah.
0: Yep. The that would make the PS4 eight years old at that point, no more nine, nine years, oh, no, 2013. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, and the PS4 was revealed and released in the same year. So, it's, I'm in my head, I'm just trying to think of it like when is the PS5 revealed and then released? E3 2020, and then fall 2020. So that's two E3s from now, yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds. That sounds reasonable. That's my,
4: and I, I said that with a lot of confidence,
0: but that's strictly <laughs> st-
1: strictly a guess. They're coming up on the 30th anniversary of the PlayStation 1. It's crazy, right? No, wait,
0: wait, wait. No, no. There's no way. It must be the 25th anniversary.
1: No, in 2023, it'll be the 30th anniversary. Well,
4: that no, it came out in 1995.
1: Yeah. Maybe 94 in Japan. So yeah, 94 in Japan. I guess, wait, I guess so you're all
4: right. Yeah. Well, yeah. sort
1: of. 30th anniversary in 2024. Yes.
4: 94? When it was yeah, in the, Japan. Um, I just can't believe does the PlayStation 4 to you all feel like a five year old console
1: It doesn't to me. Well, it, now that they have the half step, I mean, like, it's well, insane yeah. to even be talking about Yeah, that's true, the like, PS4 all those people are getting it screwed.
4: Like, I just, I'm thinking about PS3 and 360. Like, those consoles felt old. Like, they felt old and they were dusty in my entertainment-like system and I was ready for the next thing and I don't know what it is about, like, my life or this generation, but the PS4, in my mind, still feels like, oh, that's pretty new. Like, that's a fairly new thing. Like, I don't feel like we've got the... Maybe
1: it's those buttons that don't work. <laughs> those are pretty futuristic. Dude,
4: it's been five years and I get the on and eject button mixed up every <laughs> night. I've never once hit the correct one.
1: Or sometimes you just touch it. Like, sometimes going will be touching it. Somebody in the room will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm turning on or off yeah. the system. <laughs> also, so it looks weird. I don't weird. know which one.
4: My, uh, my Xbox One, I have one of the original ones with the sheer front on it. And, like, the button, the on button is so sensitive yeah. that, like, if you even just, like, walk think about room. it, yeah. it's
1: you like... Can't breathe on it. <laughs> yeah, we have them in the, the office. And the guides team especially has them, like, on the fronts of their desks. And I've absolutely turned off games right in the middle of somebody... Capturing or doing something just by kind of being near it. It's like, like, no, <laughs> right in the middle of a level capture. You want to turn off? Fine. You breathed on me. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. But I think the part- new Xbox and the new PlayStation both have different buttons, the 0.5, the so yeah. they fix those.
3: Yeah. I think part of the thing that'll be contingent on is like whether or not developers feel like they've surpassed the quality on the on the consoles and they haven't like as far as I've seen the way people are talking about those consoles are still like their new generation and they're yeah. they're still allowing them to do the kinds of things that that they want to do like uh, whatever this black ops uh, battle royale mode is going to let us do that's not something we could have done in the past
0: yeah but like can it do 100, 100 players, though? If- I mean a phone can with
1: Fortnite. yeah exactly Suspicious. Uh, I think that's more of like a server side development thing than it is a console Uh, thing.
0: I'll tell you this: my my PlayStation Four sounds old when I play God of War.
1: You're saying it's really loud, right? Yeah.
0: My PlayStation Four has been whisper
4: quiet, and then God of War is the game that Mm. now it's loud as hell. But God of War is an incredible game. It looks incredible. I had to take it out of my entertainment center too.
1: It was getting oh, it It was getting hotter hotter and hotter,
4: and I'm like, this console is going to turn off. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah. Mine's always been fine, but maybe it's because I like take it out. I don't have like a console center. I leave it on my Mine's coffee like, table. Like a. Mm-hmm. I just noticed <laughs> mine started
1: attracting my cat more and more, because it would Your get PS4? warm. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he wants get warmer it. there, and he'd go over and like kind of lie under the shelf that it's on, stuff like that. You can sense it.
3: Do you guys remember that Kotaku story from a while back? That a PS4 is the one that houses the most cockroaches? What? Excuse me? Yeah. Um, So when uh, one of their reporters went to like a local repair shop and the guy was saying like, (laughs) yeah, I get PS4s in all the time and it's just got dozens of cockroaches like laying eggs (laughs) in there. (laughs) What? Yeah, it's pretty gross. (laughs) I mean, that's a thing. They do They do go into the holes, like through the fans or wherever they're getting I'm into. I trying to
1: picture where they're getting into in the PS4. Like, that thing's pretty sealed, but yeah. yeah. They can go down, they can squeeze down to the size of a nickel. Yeah.
3: See, so that's
0: you can just
1: go on the disk drive.
3: That's true. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's, that is probably yeah. what they're doing.
1: You know,
0: speaking of that, Justin, uh, Mrs. Victor was talking smack on Primo Patio today.
3: What?
0: Yeah. Was she saying there's the, cockroaches the, there? Yeah. Los cucarachas. Oh. Sounds, though, right? <laughs> that, exactly. She's saying that's why it was closed. Dancing on the grave? That's not why it was closed. I'm just
1: saying that's what Mrs. Victor said. You eat like six spiders a year or something, too. So Uh, all doomed. uh. Yeah, so talking about
0: (laughs) (laughs) the uh, final phase of the PS4's life cycle. Obviously, it's been a a phenomenally successful console. It's the best-selling console month after month. I wonder if they're just seeing that those sales are about to plateau. Mm -hmm. And like Justin said, it's about to reach that magic time, one ninety-nine.
1: Now that cockroach story's out there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But even even the sales are plummeting, (laughs) even like the price drop, uh, the
4: impact of that is blunted a little bit by having like the pro model. Sure. Like the Xbox One S is crazy cheap now. But in the back of I think everyone's head is like, well, there's still the One X like which like I don't know, like what's a better deal, like a $200 OG Xbox One or like a $450 Xbox One X like it makes it. The companies did the right thing by releasing those half steps, but it does sort of confuse like if you're a late adopter, what's the right time to jump in and what's the right console for me? It's a little unclear. Yeah.
3: Well, it's cool because it gives like the bargain hunters an opportunity to get in on something that's a little bit older, but still totally like doable. So I I don't even have a PS4 Pro. I just use my PS4 and it's totally fine.
4: They should subscribe to the IGN Deals email newsletter and we'll
0: tell you when there's a really good price on a new console. Nice plug. So helpful. (laughs) Uh, what about the Xbox One and Switch? Are they about to enter the final phase of their life cycles? Well, the Switch
1: s- is over, right? <laughs> Switch is done. They had one year of amazing games, and that's all we really
0: well, need.
3: Well, I mean, now they're shipping without docks. Like, what are, what's Japan. happening? Is yeah. that true?
1: In Japan.
0: In Japan.
3: What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a
0: cheaper so, model yeah. without dock. Cable. Yeah.
4: You think we're going to get any Whoops. sort of, like, Switch HD? Like, I, I don't know what it'll be. Like, some some new model of yeah, Switch at E3? Between.
1: I think, yeah. No, E3? Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Year? I don't know. Not at all.
4: Not
0: a year out of it. They,
4: they could go one of two directions. They could go like the iPad way. route or the Apple route and have a nicer one. Like here's a $400 switch that's mm-hmm. got some premium Cadillac options or like a cheaper one. The 2DS like, route. Yeah. Like I almost envision one that's portable only, that the controllers are fused to
3: it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, Maybe that's smart. the direction they're headed in with this dockless switch. Mm. The Switch U. Mm-hmm. Does that work less than Switch U? <laughs> yeah. This is a Wii U joke. Yeah. No, or, I like it. It's a terrible job. No, or just uh, the, the switch. We the switch. Ideas. The switchy
0: with two eyes. Switch. <laughs> switch. Yeah. Just to keep with the V.
3: Where do you put the five in there? The switch. Switch.
1: Well, the, yeah. The, the W can be two fives. That's
0: right.
3: Oh, there we go. Yeah. Better than the one five. The Nintendo 10.
0: Man, we have a long weekend this weekend. I feel like we need it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're getting
3: we a little loopy off. here at IGN. <laughs> we haven't
0: had
1: a three-day weekend in a while. Not like we feel like we're owed them. It's no. Just we're very excited for this one. Yeah. I feel like it needs. And that's all the scoops we have. <laughs> just a little bit of a break. It's my daughter's birthday this weekend. Uh, Scoop. Scoop.
0: <laughs> Let's share what we've been playing lately. Tina, what have you been playing?
3: Uh, I've actually been playing The Last of Us again. I've been playing Mm -hmm. the remastered version, so I played the first one in full. I hadn't played the remastered one, but I was playing it for a recent project that will be coming out soon Mm -hmm. on IGN.com.
1: Please be excited. I watched a lot of that playthrough. Just because you sit near me yeah. and you're in the city for so much longer than I remember. Yeah. I kept on thinking like, oh, when she's going to get to that snow scene? When she's going <laughs> to no, get to Oh her, God, like 15 scene. hours later. I never later. even saw it. Yeah. I don't even know if you got to it.
3: I didn't, but I played more over the weekend and it's I, a long I got game. closer into it. Yeah, it is a really long game. And there's a lot that I forgot. Like, do you guys remember the kind of, I forget the name of it in The Last of Us, but it's basically like a detective mode, a discover mode. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, I totally like forgot about that. Thing? Like a Batman thing where you can see where enemies are. Oh, you, can you can upgrade like, it. Can I see the outlines of them. Yeah, or, you can see their. Um, yeah, like a kind of shadow version. I vaguely
1: remember. That. I was just watching this, so I'm surprised. I also liked it. Uh, Tina knows these enemies that you. They're like enemies that you can like stealth around. Well, like really, like you're supposed to stealth up and kill them. Yeah. But instead of killing them, she had her knife out and would just stealth around them like so riskily, like, pixel by touching pixel. Knees and stuff. Yeah, I'm like just doing. It. She's like watch, just to see watch what this. you can do. Away with? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It just because there's like pills in the back and I want to grab it, but I don't want to waste my shiv. It's kind of great level design
1: because there'd be like a doorway and the thing would be in the doorway and somehow the her body yeah, would get around. I'm just the like
3: doorway. shimmying around it. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> It was great. To be fair, I was playing on easy mode and I normally never do that. That's like, you know. Like you just don't do that. Yeah. But we were saying it's a good way to blast yeah. through something. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I, I need to see, time, exactly. I needed to get through. So the way that they do easy mode and this kind of something I discovered because I wouldn't normally do that, and I remembered from from normal mode and like jumping back and forth is that it actually doesn't impact their health or how much damage they take. Um, it, I think it does restrict how quickly they see you. So that's why I was able to get around that um, and uh, and a couple other like various things like like how many of them are attacking you at once, that mm. kind of thing. But you're
1: gonna end that yeah. game with so many shivs.
3: Yeah, I actually didn't want to like use 99. it. You're going to have like 99? Yeah, I, I was very, that's that kind of thing. fives? <laughs> it's where you get so protective of your beast horses, you end up with all of them in the end. Yep. Yeah, like Breath of the Wild, I never used any of my nice weapons. Yeah, <laughs> he's hoarding them. Yeah. Yep. That
1: was your big problem with Breath of the Wild.
3: Yeah, it was. I can go on about it. I won't. People will hate me.
0: <laughs> and then Justin, Sam, and I have all been playing the same game, which
1: isn't out yet, or is it out this week?
0: Next so week, twenty
3: 29th, it's out.
1: So oh, Tuesday. Uh, no one knows. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and there is a review embargo on it, but we're all playing it. And, and we're allowed
0: to talk about it. I check with them. Uh, it's called Yoku's Island Adventure. Adve- Express. Island Express. Express.
1: Because you're a male, per- male beetle. A beetle it, delivering like, the mail. Not male. like a male, female, male beetle. Like, you're it, delivering M-A-I-L. the mail. We're, yeah.
4: pl- we're all playing it on Switch. It's are probably a, all 80 it's a, We don't know. It's a pinball-themed Metroidvania where you're a beetle rolling a ball around, and then you enter these little pinball areas and, you know, knock the ball all around, and then you unlock new abilities that let you go underwater and do different things and explore a big, really charming island yeah. with uh, really surprisingly neat art and... Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. not, like, a perfect game, but it's sort of, like, the perfect game for me. Like, I'm such a sucker for, like, any sort of pinball adventure game, um, digital pinball. Not um, too many of those. It's not too many of those. Not enough of them. I've always said that. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy it. I'm, it's, a, it's a pleasant surprise.
0: Charming is the right word for it. Yeah. It's like,
1: oh, yeah, Totally, it has a really great style. And yeah, stuff. Um,
0: it has a Banjo-Kazooie-style language uh, with uh, all the uh, animals. Uh,
1: um, what, yeah, it, it has the Morph Ball parts of Metroid, basically, are the entire game. So it's like when you turn into a morph ball in a 2D Metroid, or even in Prime, and solve those cool puzzles and stuff, it has all that, and I think mm-hmm. that's really great, and that's what makes it a good Metroid, <clears throat> and it's absolutely a Metroid-like. It's like yeah. you know you get skills and go back and explore, and it's a big, really fun, explorable island. But sometimes you can also alter the environment, mm. so it's in, that, in an environment in the form of <laughs> pinball flippers. So sometimes, like a thing in the environment, it's just a pinball flipper. So you're rolling and doing stuff and doing little like physics puzzles, and all of a sudden you can just flip your your like, dung beetle's dung ball. <laughs> it is uh, pretty puzzling. Wait, then, are in, you in the, in the
3: pinball pressure? or are you? Well, the well, you're flippers. controlling a beetle, mo- beetle moving yeah. the
4: ball, and then the triggers
3: control. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you so it's not like you, you roll up as the beetle and you.
1: No, roll the pinball. and some, you, the, the the ball is like kind of like always near you, and you're such a pro at rolling. Yeah. That, you know, you never lose it. And that's a, maybe where your mail is or something. I can't even tell. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you flip, and the beetle gets, like, completely knocked around, uh, like, trying to hold on to the ball and stuff. And it, like, yelps and, like, looks distraught. So true. it actually is, like, that is a sounds cool cute like, environment. That it's, uh, it's surprisingly
4: puzzly. Like, the part I'm in now has me, like, flipping switches in, like, the right order yeah. to, like, solve environmental puzzles. But it's also, like, a night. It's very action-y, too. Like, the fast travel system is, like, Donkey Kong Country-style barrels.
1: The game's really cute. Yep. And there's notably like really fun. It's almost like watching a, a movie with Easter eggs, like Avengers, where there's fun references to pinball. So if you're into pinball, like a character will be named like uh, Kickback, which is the name of like a specific type of pinball coil that kicks your ball back in when you save get your life saved in pinball, and that's what the character does in this game. It's like really cute that way.
3: This game was perfect for you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I
3: really
1: <laughs> like, like it. The, you're a pinball yeah.
0: enthusiast, wizard, you might yeah. say. So uh, it, it's just cool that you 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 can get into this game, even though like, you you would always prefer to play a real pinball machine. yeah yeah right.
1: but i just think like the way to be good at a, a pinball game makes it so it's almost like you're you know like you know more about this game like it, it, it's like kind of like having a secret skill while you play it there's like little moves you can use and stuff which you normally use in pinball that you can use in this um one great thing too is that the, the boss fights are uh multi-ball yeah and so it's like somehow they have to set up this thing and I won't spoil any of it where it's like suddenly you, like, just like in pinball you're always trying to get to these multi-ball modes which are just fun there's just a lot lot going on you score really well and in this game they kind of set it up that way so like yeah. all of the big like big moments for some reason there's more things to hit around it's really funny Be
0: good It's uh, Yoku's Island Express. Mm -hmm. It's out on Tuesday. We've been playing on Switch, but it's also coming to Xbox One. It's a great
1: Switch match, by the way. Yeah, it's really good on Switch. And you know, if you're worried, like all pinball games, you should be worried about this uh, lag. Mm. Like lag can be just, it can really mess up a Twitch-based game, you know. Pinball is the definition of that. And so it's great to have, like, the screen and your controllers all connected and be, like, assured, it's you, not the game, (laughs) which happens.
0: It's a poor craftsman who blames his tools. Mm Attention, dudes! Unfortunately, most men will experience hair loss by age 35. By the time you notice, it's usually too late. A preemptive strike is required, and that is where 4hymns.com comes in. 4 is a one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and men's health that connects you with real doctors for medical grade solutions for problems that can be embarrassing to handle in person. There's no waiting room, no doctor visits, but these are prescription solutions backed by actual science. You visit 4hims.com, answer a few questions, a real doctor will review and can prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, GameScoop listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they go to 4 slash GameScoop. That's forhim himscom slash GameScoop. And now, back to the show. Let's check in with the listeners. That's just a little phrase you invented. Yep. <laughs> listeners, hey, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN, just like Big Tony style Big did. Big Tony style. Big Tony Style says, "I feel like collectors editions are becoming more and more elaborate these days. Mm. A lot of items in these editions usually, usually don't appeal to me, like God of War's ring and keychain, Nino Kunitu's paper craft model, or Project Octopath Traveler's pop up book. I know the Scoop Crew usually goes digital, but I'm wondering what what would for you what would get you to buy into a collector's edition? Also, I don't recall many collectors editions growing up in the '80s and '90s. Can you recall any notable collectors editions from old school video games? Maps, awesome
4: man."
1: Like well, yeah, like that's for what? What he said feelies. Yeah. Those were the, the original term for a collector's edition, which isn't even that, is was to to uh, for PC games to get you not to steal them from your friends, mm-hmm. which was very easy. You could just copy a disc. And so in the late eighties and early nineties, you would get a PC game, and these you guys will recognize these, and the box was huge. Remember, how PC games bo- PC game boxes yeah. were like yeah. never like a disc. It was like always huge. That's because there was always like a really thick book. There was like a cloth map, maybe a coin. Those are all called feelies, and they Filly. they would heard include that those in there. They're like physical bonus yep. things. And again, like that's the only edition of the game. It was also it was the edition of the game that you didn't steal.
4: It was also yeah. DRM sometimes where you would solve a mm-hmm. puzzle, and then exactly. there would be like a puzzle wheel or something that you would need to manipulate this that's physical what, thing. To I
0: remember like LucasArts adventure games. There was an Indiana Jones that had a lot yeah. of. Extra gear, yet you, you needed to solve the puzzles. Metal
4: Gear Solid did that with a codec on the back of the jewel yeah. case. Yeah, totally. See, and if, you rent, if you rented Trump that puzzle. game, you were a hosed.
1: There was a, a a really common practice of saying, "Turn to your manual page thirty three yeah. and read word 6. and that is the password to start playing the game. So, like they they tried to, you know, thwart stealing through all of those like kind of cool extra items. And I think that's what the tradition is exactly doing now. They don't want you to get the digital copy. They want you to spend some extra to get a yeah. A, Uh, And this is probably retailers want you to do this, not the game maker themselves, because game maker wants you to buy a digital copy because they get a cut and it doesn't matter.
0: You think we get special editions, fancy special editions now as a piece offering to retail? I think so. Interesting.
2: Yeah, you could still buy those from Amazon. Theory
4: I mean, they also—it's just yeah. another piece regular. of the puzzle. We've talked on Scoop before about how games seemingly will never be anything other than sixty dollars. Like that's going to be the price of games forever. Mm-hmm. Cut to next year, and they're seventy bucks. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean, but like, <clears throat> so they capture people with microtransactions to try to up, you know, the revenue they make per user. And a hundred and fifty dollars special edition—that's selling someone, you know, a hundred dollars with the plastic—is another way that they're just kind of trying to eke out. A little bit more money for a big tentpole game without without compromising on that sixty dollar base price is to is to you know juice their hardest
1: of the hardcore fans a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You guys remember hearing about special editions early on, or at least uh,
0: earliest one I can remember is uh, Ocarina of Time. That's what had a collector's edition. Well, had
4: that gold gold card. Is that what you mean? Which was like the first run
0: and the. Outside the box said collector's edition. But that
4: was actually limited edition, too, yeah. unlike a lot of them now. Where yeah, they, they
1: don't seem to limit them too no. much sometimes. But, but Nintendo still does. And they had that big you know, uh, sword edition of, uh, of uh, Breath of the Wild, which went out of stock immediately. There's and uh, and it's very expensive
4: now. The Ocarina thing, I, gosh, I only half remember this. But the carts are slightly different. They changed the color of Ganon's blood. And I think they changed yeah, the, the layers music.
1: Layers of censorship.
4: Yeah, they changed the music in the censorship. fire temple.
1: Ganon in the earliest orange uh, gold blood. copies. Oh, that's right. red, Then it went green.
4: So, but then, and so then, there's like a rare cart where, like, I think there's a few gray cards, which is the second wave where he mm-hmm. still has red blood, and that's like the rarest ocarina card now, or something like that. I think that's
3: why people like them, like the rarity aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I remember the Borderlands when they, I think it was for the original or for two, um, but they had a loot chest and that was what everyone went crazy over. Really? Um, yeah, they were super into it and it sold out and then they had to make up a couple more as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people liked it because it's like an item in the game that you've seen over and over again. And it, like once you see it, it's this exciting thing. Mm-hmm. So when you see it like in this plastic version, which I didn't think looked really amazing, but like people were really into it. Uh, and it's the kind of thing that, like, you know, if you're super into it, you have it on your desk, and it looks good, and maybe you can sell it for more expensive, especially if it was just super rare. Yeah.
4: Is yeah. a in regards to Big Tony Styles' question, which is what would get me to buy a collect The answer is nothing at all, <laughs> because I'm just I'm just anti stuff in my house in yeah, general. I don't that's... want stuff. I'm trying to live like a more. I already have. What
1: about stuff. a partnership with Real Doll? <laughs> <laughs>
3: No. That's the one special edition I'm really intrigued by. That's the inside. Cannot pour them. Yeah, inside and limbo. Uh, Right? Isn't it both? Yeah, you're right. yeah.
4: The asterisk, though, is I think art books are like a nice compromise between like, I I just feel like a lot of collector's editions are just kind of trashy knickknacks and trinkets that like you think you want when you see like a bullet point of like, oh, it's got all this cool stuff. And then you get it and none of it, it always feels cheap, right? But like an art book is something that like feels like it's a nice. Extra to give, you know, to give on to the fans versus just something that you're not really going to care about in 12 yeah. months.
3: Back when I would display my actual game cases, I liked the special editions that came in those like really fancy tin ones. Yeah, because the then you'd be steel, able like, I, yeah, like you'd be able to identify it in your library, and it just like looked cool, it was something different.
0: The steel books are nice. Too. Yeah, yeah, like our. I mean, our office is full of statues that come in the special editions, right? Like, I don't need any of that stuff. My house is big. God of War statue, like it looks cool, but like. Yeah, take I, I like definitely the
1: compact special editions, and I'm 100 percent on board with the books. Yeah, like I really books want. Cool. If I really like a game, I definitely want to get like the behind the scenes drawings and stuff. Like taking any Metroid or Zelda or Mario game, like anytime I get to see like what it looked like in production stuff in physical form, I'll totally buy that. I, I love a, those books.
4: One of my prized pieces of video game memorabilia is the making of Half Life Two art book
1: yeah is that a good one yeah it's
4: gorgeous and fascinating and filled with all kinds of interesting anecdotes and um, I think it's fairly rare I don't know if it ever got reprinted yeah
3: I think if it's informative in some kind of a way like behind the scenes development or it's like a really cool map or something that's tying into the game or even an in game thing like a skin or a new weapon or a character or whatever it is something that's like contributing to the experience that's Mm -hmm. what makes it valuable yeah. Otherwise, it is just kind of like plastic on if your If things desk.
1: were still cartridges, I'd absolutely get like gold and red <laughs> cartridges and stuff like. If yeah. they did it with Switch, and like there was like a limited edition of like glow in the dark cartridge for some game, like I'd be a lot more inclined to get that than the other one.
4: What yeah. about a Switch cart that tasted different?
1: Yeah. Uh, well,
0: there's a no way to kind know. Kind of bitter, or. uh What about like the the game soundtrack on vinyl?
1: Yeah, I've that would be those to befo- me. I've done that before. But that's, the, they're
0: usually separate, though, right? Yeah. Like, they're not the... the Yeah. If the collector's edition of the game came with the vinyl soundtrack, I'd probably be in
1: there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Those are
3: also, like, a display item thing. Yeah. Because when you have them, like, stacked up somewhere, it looks really cool. You pull it out. You look fancy. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have a place... Records are a great example, because I have a place where all my records are, and so you can just put them there. They're not going to go in, like... They're not a box this big that I'm going to have to put with all my other boxes that big of old gaming consoles and stuff. In a closet somewhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If it's a statue or a figure or something, it would have to be something that's so specific to me. Like if there was a Godzilla game that the collector's edition had this awesome Godzilla statue, well, I'd obviously have to have that. That's pretty much the only example I could think of.
3: And then there were giant gaffs like the Dead Island statue. Yeah. And, that and never so came out, risk. right? No, they, uh, they axed it. Walks yeah. out Yeah. It's yeah. a pretty good pun. <laughs> <laughs> they axed it a few times.
0: All right, moving on. This is Ethan in New Orleans, and he says, Dear co-op mages, I am just getting back into gaming, having just finished up grad school. What do you think an Ethan in New Orleans, what do you think his master's is in?
1: Uh, vet tech. Vet tech. I'm going to go with uh, bars. Bars. I was
3: going to go with cooking.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that Like a, like that a one's chef's good. school, yeah. yeah. Bars.
1: Mixology. Okay, <laughs> mixologist. You think you
0: Is that a masters? master's level? Yeah, I'm not
4: sure about vet tech as master's level either.
1: <laughs> yeah, vent, vent, isn't there like a study of wine that's called like vintological studies or something like that? Probably. Did you
0: know? Probably. Did you know you can master? You can get your master's in citrus. Oh, that's cute. What do you do with that? It's a whole study of mandarins, oranges that family of fruits we made a lot of those fruit I, I wiki'd this the other day we made them yeah,
1: yeah they're like they're most they're most citrus fake fruits like, <laughs> are just totally bred by us they weren't out like in the wild Wow. Well,
0: fake fruit anyway Ethan says for my first console, console of the current generation I decided to go with you don't
1: this. know what his masters is in
0: no we are just oh, guessing come on Wait, I mean, off? we were just guessing <laughs> <laughs> I mean no I think Tina's right I think she guessed oh, it tina okay. okay. yeah okay. <laughs> I love the switch I don't see any reason to get anything else I like difficult games. Two of my favorite styles of games are Metroidvania, like Shantae, and Souls-like, like like Yotun, the Mm Viking-themed game.
1: Yeah, the bosses that are really cool looking.
0: However, I have never played Super Metroid or Dark Souls, and sometimes I feel somewhat hypocritical when describing my gaming tastes. Super Metroid is appealing to me, and I plan to play it, assuming it is eventually available on Switch. However, Dark Souls has never appealed to me much, at least not at full price. To me, the art style is not interesting, the gameplay looks slow and boring, and the character menu looks stressful. Nailed it. But by principle, (laughs) the the character menu stresses you out?
1: Yes. and all three of the things he mentioned. I've I've played Dark Souls games.
0: But by principle, should I pick up the remastered version when it comes to Switch to justify calling myself a fan of Souls-like games? This is a little bit interesting. He likes Souls-like games, but he doesn't think he would like Dark Souls.
3: I mean, I think it's valuable just if you f- consider yourself an expert on the matter, if you want to like mm-hmm. be part of the conversation and like actually play it to a degree where you can defend your opinion. That's yeah. fine. I don't yeah. think it means you have to go and buy every single one and play them through completion. Which- you don't like it. You don't like it.
4: If he's a fan of Souls-like games, which Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 are all what he's describing. So may, what does he like, Bloodborne?
0: Well, he said Yotun was his example of a Souls-like that he likes
4: on Switch. But is he using Souls-like and just really hard game? Are those synonymous
0: in his mind? I'm not sure. But is it like saying, I love platformers, but you've
1: never played a Mario game? Mm. And like being like, eh, ah, no, I don't think I really, really like Mario. I mean, ultimately, Dark Souls it is just a Metroid-like game. It's like, Dark Souls is Metroid-like? Yeah. Dark Souls, Dark Souls 1, 1 is sort of I, I mean I don't know what the difference really between Dark Souls 1 2 and 3 it's got R2. a more interconnected world yeah. I think
3: maybe the reason why he's using like Souls like games is because that's just the modern frame of reference and that's how people have those conversations so it's not necessarily like if you liked platformers but you didn't play Mario games maybe there's something more relevant I mean it's so it's so vague anyway it could be any number of, of yeah. series
4: I think Tina's right that uh, you know you owe it to yourself to have the correct context in you know in which the rest of these games followed. And uh, if you like hard games and like other games that are in that wheelhouse, um, the remaster I think is only forty bucks. Probably even cheaper if you you know pre-order it like right now as this show's going up. So um, yeah, you know thirty three bucks get it on the Switch.
0: Hypocrite is maybe a little harsh. Yeah,
4: I don't if- I don't like any of those games. So but if someone
0: does, yeah. you don't like Metroid. You know I love Metroid. Games. I know that you love Metroid.
3: <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be super boring if we all fall, fall like fell under one category and like if you like this kind of game, you automatically like all the other ones?
1: Fans of the genre
0: will yeah,
1: like yeah. It. That, I mean, it. I I really believe. Dark Souls should appeal to people who love Castlevania and Metroid games. I I just what the things he's saying about being slow and uh, that the actual aesthetics are not you know appealing to everybody like are the actual problems I have. Yeah,
3: they are pretty valid criticisms.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah. you do go from save point to save point, and you're fighting big bosses and you get things that allow you to go back to original areas. Like it has all the trappings of a 3d Castlevania game. And it's probably the best incarnation of a three d Castlevania. Like,
0: uh, have you ever played Castlevania 64? Yes, Mm. I have.
1: (laughs) And I've played legacy of, I want to say legacy of brutality, but that's a misfits record. Yeah. Legacy of darkness. Uh, and that's the, the sequel to that, that had stuff that they cut out of Castlevania 64. It's just, you play as a werewolf.
0: Yeah. Let's get to the chase. Wait, but it was also sixty-four. <laughs> <a> different time. <laughs> was it also a sixty-four game? or Was that yeah. PS2? Yeah, oh, no, it's,
1: it's it's sixty-four. It's the same levels <laughs> with like a little bit of extra stuff. They're like, we didn't finish the game. Here's the real version. They did the like definitive a- edition. And they did just like- set it back in time and like palette swapped it and yep. it made you a, a werewolf.
4: They did a one point five version of Castlevania sixty-four. I forgot That's exactly about that. That's right.
1: Yeah, one point five version. <laughs> it's perfect.
0: Yep. Uh, speaking of Castlevania, Curse of the Moon is out tomorrow, and I'm excited for that. Bloodstained. Bloodstained. <laughs> Curse of the Moon. <laughs> Got it. This is Zachary Zito. He said he has a very alliterative name. He yeah, said, I read easy. an article about Dave and Busters getting a Halo Combat Evolved multiplayer arcade game. Got me thinking of games I would like to see as multiplayer arcade games. I would make a Breath of the Wild cooperative game, Shrine Solver, similar to Portal. What would you make? I like that idea. Such a good name. I do like the idea of a cooperative Shrine Solver uh, Zelda game. The thing is, though, in arcade games, uh, like move, maneuvering a 3D space and moving a camera is difficult because usually you just have mm. a joystick and some buttons. You don't yeah. usually have two analog sticks. It also has to be immediately accessible and yeah, understandable. immediately. And- but I would play that game on Switch. Totally. It, sort of like an update to Four Swords.
1: Yeah, or like the, uh, what's the cooking game? Cooking Mama? Overcooked. Overcooked. But oh. with Shrine Solving with two people, so you just beat each other the whole time.
4: I don't play an arcade version of almost anything, right? Like, any action or adventure franchise feels like it could be... Like, even the Halo game, you know, keeps, like, the lore and the designs and stuff, but it's a light gun game. Like, that's Mm -hmm. totally appropriate, you know, and a nice arcade extension to uh, that franchise.
1: Yeah. I just think of the arcade games that are more like Star Tours that have, like, pneumatics and stuff, which have existed since the 80s. So you get in, you have, like, an experience. Like, that's the thing you can't have at home, right? So you get in a cockpit, and it, like, actually turns you or moves you around or something Mm. like that. That's why... Star Wars is such a good match for that, but uh, you know any any type of flying game like that would be really cool for any licensed stuff. Maybe
3: in the future, VR um, like little VR sections will be more popular in, in arcades, and then that shrine solver could totally be mm-hmm. doable. That's true. The yeah.
1: problem with those is that you have to put arcade machines on your face.
3: Yeah, and there are, have to be arcade some kind of like sanitary. <laughs>
4: I love the uh, the proliferation of like there's, like Candy Crush in arcades and like Doodle yeah. Jump and they and the screens well, are like these like tall vertical Fruit, screens. Fruit Ninja, Fruit Ninja. Yeah. It's just a there was uh, Infinity Blade too.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
4: um, and uh, it, it, yeah, that's a uh, weird. Is that where all
3: the connects go to die.
4: Well, it's just they just skipped. <laughs> it's just odd. Like you, they went from phone to arcade, and like nah, it's not on consoles or anything. Don't worry about it. What would be the one- least appropriate game for arcades? <laughs> the Witness.
0: Yeah, Luminous. <laughs> the Witness. Well, when Sam was saying he wants like a space flying Zork game, I was thinking No Man's Sky, <laughs> which probably wouldn't make for a great arcade experience. It's funny
1: you mention Zork. I've always wanted to make an upright Zork uh, arcade cabinet Ooh. with like you know wood panel sides, black and white monitor, and then you have the keyboard for your thing. It's clack 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 clack, <laughs> and you like put it in a quarter, and you have like yeah. five minutes or something.
3: I really like the House of Dead games, but if I think about, because like I would shoot any zombie, I would do any light gun game. I love those. Um, but if you did the Walking Dead. By telltale, that would be the least appropriate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're just like making just narrative subtle. decisions. Yeah, that's
1: like Dragon's Lair, but really <laughs> yeah. slow. Yeah, uh, there were our like that. They're just a lot faster. Just scene after scene, people just want to leave. Uh, They're really like, I just
4: want to, I just want to get out of here. But you still, it's like you're it's just in the 45 middle. minutes.
1: What about Wind Waker? But it's Dragon's Lair.
0: Wind Waker, but it's Dragon's Lair. So it's it's just like cartoon cartoon Zelda that you have to like just like memorize the sequences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: What about Assassin's Creed Black Flag? All the ship sequences, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and you're in like a big ship. Yeah. Are you saying that are you saying it's
4: good or
0: not
2: good? It's good. It yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, hurt.
1: Hurt. Like good.
4: Something co-opy like uh like a destiny feels like I could work in an arcade context, like go on a mission with some friends and shoot shoot up aliens. Destiny
3: yeah. just the raids. You're in there yeah. for eight hours yelling at your friends.
4: Yeah. What about Yoki's
1: Island Express? Ooh. <laughs> with like a little flipper cabinet? But they should make it a physical pinball thing. <laughs> yeah, an actual machine. That's the thing. So many things would make great so many video games would make great pinball machines. I know, And Zelda's them. never gotten one. Oh, that'd be great, but Pokemon is the one. That is the one. Also, Pokemon Snap would be a great arcade game.
0: I can't believe they haven't made a Pokemon pinball game ever.
1: I know it'd There's be two so Mario good. Mario tables. Yes, one of them is two. in the Mushroom World, which is little, and then the big one, yeah, which is the regular Super Mario Brothers. I like both When games. I was growing up, we
4: had the Mario pinball table in our family That's business, so and it was just
1: amazing. That's so cool. <laughs>
4: it's like not even good, but like in my mind, it was just the best yeah. thing.
1: It is great. It it's has a great good. look and lights and sounds yeah. and stuff. Uh,
0: what about? Spelunky. A two D platforming roguelike game. So mm. Every time you drop in a quarter, it generates a different yeah, different map.
1: Good. Like yeah. a big screen. They've
0: never they haven't screen. made any roguelike arcade games. Yeah, to my knowledge. Good point. I like that idea.
4: Feels mm. like that would aid in replay value.
0: Exactly. Mm. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Mm. I'm gonna edit this part out. And that brings us to video game twenty questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Jackson. Is it from the area, Jackson? Is the person's name Jackson? We don't well, know for now. That's for you to decide. Mm. Let the questioning
1: begin. I think the producers are trying to communicate with us something right now. Ha! Uh-huh. Got to do a lightning round.
4: Wow, that was oh, cool. Okay. Uh, does your character wear a hat?
0: It, you you can. It's possible. Is this after two thousand? Released after two thousand. Yes. First person. Um. No.
4: Was this released on uh, the PS3 and Xbox 360 and, I, I don't know, Wii or Wii U Wii generation. generation of consoles?
0: No, and to amend Tina's question, there are moments where the game goes into first-person view, oh but okay. you also have a, a character that you see. It's Metro, okay. Metroid Other M. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but it's not part of that generation. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, is it from after that generation? Yes. That's uh, a contemporary game.
3: Okay, so a new game. Um, is it an RPG?
1: No. Is it available on Nintendo Switch? No.
2: Mm.
3: Is it a console exclusive?
4: Yes. Is it exclusive to Xbox
1: One? No. Same question, PS4. (laughs) Are you sure you want to ask that question? Well, how did we screw this up?
3: I don't know. Yeah, you said Xbox. Not exclusive to
0: Switch and not exclusive to Xbox One. Oh, and you pull all kinds of... He just doesn't want to But it a is a chip. console
1: exclusive.
3: All right, all right, all
4: right. Okay, so it's a PS4 game. Thank and, you,
1: Damon. And you can you can choose a character? Did we already do that? Oh, we didn't ask that question. Well, but you, no, uh, I you, you can wear a hat. You can wear a hat. Oh, okay. Do
4: you play as a human? Yes. PS4 yes, exclusive? That's 10. Made in Japan?
1: Yes. Published by Sony?
4: Yes. Bloodborne? No, that's not an actual guess. It's just me <laughs> speculating amongst the room. Is it part of a series? Yes. Not bloodborne.
1: No, because there. Well, is there just no announcement of another bloodborne? No, not officially. Okay. Uh, you can wear a hat. Uh, can you choose your character? Not an RPG. You create your character. Okay.
3: Is it some Final Fantasy game? Japan. It's published wait, by wait, Sony. If though. you create mm. your
1: character and it's published by Sony. But not an RPG.
3: Oh, yeah. No, that wouldn't be. Not
1: important. first person. Uh, is this a retail game? Yes. Okay. That's 15. Because if it was some weird little downloadable game, we're never going to get Yeah. Um,
4: I feel like we were on such a good track. Now we're not. Now we're on the bad track. <laughs> yeah, we were getting lots of yes. You're entering uh, the final phase of your
1: life cycle. Good. Well, wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you Was have this a... well received? Yes. Okay, so it's something really obvious. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's not Uncharted and Last of Us and like all that no. stuff. That's what's It weird. is part of
3: a series, right? Made in Japan. Yeah. yeah, made, made in, in Japan.
1: Japan. Is there multiplayer?
4: Can this, yes. It, it's an exclusive. I thought
3: about it, that means it's co op. Yeah. <laughs> I <like that. laughs> I <like that. laughs> See, I go
1: to like games like Monster Hunter, but I know Sony didn't publish that. It's all Capcom, so.
4: Yeah, and I was thinking about like you know Metal Gear Solid or something like that. That's all. Yeah, to exactly. Platform.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, we
4: ask we asked it was Sony published. We didn't ask Sony developed. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like what it's even Japan studio been up to Neo? this year? Neo is Tecmo. Tecmo. I don't know if Sony was involved in that one at all or not. And I also don't think it had
1: multiplayer. Maybe it did. So Bloodborne Neo. Uh we're, we we got to mention a lot of games cuz then we're going to ask do we mention this game yet.
3: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> then we're going to get
3: it. Are your enemies humans?
1: Um you don't I didn't say they
0: are we enemies.
3: Oh. What? Okay. What?
0: I would say you don't have enemies. In what?
4: What? <laughs> Two questions left. Who's the enemy? <laughs> what do you
1: doing? what's the objective? Yeah. Is there like a music game or anything they did
3: recently? Not that I could No, not on PS4. Can't what think what was one. your
0: question? Are your enemies human? Yeah. Let's say your uh, opponent or your competitor is human.
3: Oh, so it really is multiplayer.
0: You wouldn't call them human, or you wouldn't call them enemies. Is this like a, it must be like a high score game?
3: Yeah, he said it was well received.
1: Is that what you mean, or like an arcade game? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Who knows you have, anymore? You have two questions, and one of them has to be a guess. Yep. So
1: was this a game mentioned already?
0: No. Whoop. Oh, man. We <laughs> <damage. laughs>
1: <laughs> at least we got to ask the question. That should be big in.
0: It's nothing you've mentioned so far. You're so tickled with yourself. <laughs> is, there like a, is there like a
1: cute Parappa type Katamari thing that, that we missed here? Probably. It's, it's got to be.
3: But with multiplayer.
1: I'm going to blame the speed round.
3: I we were it. under didn't high pressure. Have,
1: didn't
0: have time to fully form your questions.
3: I feel like because we were under high pressure, we deserve a hint. So a hint. So it
0: was released last year.
4: Oh God, I can't. So think we
3: of, should really remember. I can't
4: think of any video game that so came out last year. All of a sudden,
3: yeah, right.
1: I'm just gonna drink this week <laughs> <So,
3: laughs> while well, we no, try no, to fill again. We had it.
0: We had it. Yeah. Okay. The answer is everybody's golf. Aww. Oh. Yeah, didn't get that one. How could you not get that one? I feel like you should. Get I
4: it. even I played and really liked that game. Yeah,
0: the game's good. Part of the Hot Shots Golf series.
1: Well, that was a fun one though. But we're not the Hot Shots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, sorry we had to truncate the show a little bit this week, but it's E3 time. Uh, We have a short week here, so everyone's got to run to a big E3 meeting. But if you have your own uh, questions for us, suggestions for Video Game 20 questions, email them to Gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andres in the booth back there, the man behind the scenes. sweet. Making sure you get to see (laughs) who's talking. (laughs) My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. We're out.